What makes Frontier Toyota so awesome? They make it so easy. They treat people right. They're straightforward. Frontier Toyota is also the proud recipient of Toyota's President's Cabinet Award, one of only 12 dealerships in the nation to win the award. It's our customers. Because at Frontier Toyota, it's about you! Come in or buy online at FrontierToyota.com. Frontier Toyota, Creekside Road in Valencia. Hello and welcome to the Santa Clarita Valley Signal News Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Bender. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Spread the word to all your neighbors and friends in the Santa Clarita Valley that this is where you get the best news and analysis in the podcast space. This week, I'm joined by SCV Chamber of Commerce President John Musella, trying to take the temperature of business here in the 661. You know, I think we're at a really hopeful place. Uh, We've got great news. The economy is scheduled to open fully in the state of California on June 15th. Um, Everyone 16 years or older is going to be eligible for a vaccine starting April 15th, so next week, uh, which is great news. They wanted to have the economy fully open about two months after everyone's eligibility to be vaccinated, uh, to give everyone a chance to have that two months to go get their vaccines. Um, right now, we're looking at about, I think it's 35% of residents in California have received at least one dose of the vaccine and about 20% are fully vaccinated. So we're, and, and that's comparable to the national averages. So we're doing really well in California. And I think overall, businesses as a result are very hopeful about what this means. Um, you're seeing businesses flooded, frankly, right now with people who are anxious to be out, who've been vaccinated, who are feeling good. Our numbers are, our, our COVID cases are down. Uh, which are giving people that confidence to be out. And I think businesses are feeling really, really good about it. If we did a survey of 100 businesses a year ago, how many of those businesses are still in business? You know, you know, that's a good question. We don't have that data. We it just, we haven't looked at it and I haven't seen anybody else who's actually done that. Um, there are some local restaurants who weren't able to survive. Some of these retail stores um, weren't able to survive. Um, when you look at the larger picture of the retail industry in general, quite frankly, um, the world was already changing, moving online to online sales with Amazon um, and so many other applications. And, you know, which did provide opportunities for small businesses to sell their their uh, their products online. Um, but as far as the brick and mortar stores, that industry was already changing dramatically. And this pandemic just sped up that that change and the trend uh, dramatically. So there are, there are things are going to be different. There will be some fewer uh, stores, places you might have been familiar with pre-pandemic that aren't going to be there. And quite frankly, I think there's great opportunity for new businesses to come online and take full advantage of where consumers are in the marketplace today. Um, because there are going to be retail vacancies, there's going to be opportunities for new stores to pop up. Um, we've seen fully fully furnished and uh, amenitized restaurant spaces open, uh, excuse me, empty, which provides someone an opportunity to walk into a space and utilize that equipment that's already there to open their business. So there's, there's been a lot of hurt through this, and we have been through a ton, and I certainly don't mean to um, uh, minimize that by any respect. The business community got slaughtered, frankly, over the last 12 months uh, as a result of these closures in this pandemic. Um, it was, I think, to some degree, necessary evil. Everything might not have been done as best as possible, but I mean, this is a first, first in a generation uh, for us to experience something like this. 
And hopefully we've learned a lot from this experience on how to better manage the economy and openings if this occurs again. Um, but the business community has been hurt. But I think those who are still here who have held on um, are hopeful about where things are going and are feeling good about this reopening. It's been a scary time. There's still a lot of rebuilding that needs to be done. Um, people were hurt financially. Their SBA loans need to be repaid. Um, there are taxes that need to be paid. There's back rent that needs to be taken care of. There's a lot of programs out there that are here to support businesses and individuals, uh, make up for that back rent, um, to, to provide grant opportunities for businesses, especially those in the retail and restaurant sectors. So there's lots of things out that can help businesses continue to survive and get through this. And there is going to be a process to get through that. But I generally, in talking to people, people are feeling much, much better where we were a year ago. Yeah, I mean, even just a few months ago, I, I feel like yeah. the, uh, the 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 tone has certainly changed. No, I remember, you know, over the holidays with our numbers going through the roof in California and ICUs basically, you know, spilling out into their parking lots and onto the streets uh, with, with sick patients. And it was it was a challenging time, to say the least. And people wanted to be back out and shopping and seeing restaurants and families and friends over the holidays. And it was it was tough. And um, you know, a lot of us stayed home and uh, a lot of us did what we had to do to, to keep things safe. And we appreciate that, of course, from everybody who's done so much to protect uh, uh, protect our, our neighbors, our friends, our family members. Um, and it was tough. So, I mean, it, it, it's nice to be here in April 2021 uh, with hopefully all this in the rearview mirror. I mean, you look across the country and there are about five states that are making up about half the COVID um, um, infections right now. California is not one of them. Uh, so that's good news. And the best thing we can do is get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible. And I would certainly encourage everyone to go, if you are eligible, to go out and to get the vaccine. Um, we've been vaccinated, um, happy to do it. And, you know, it's not just for me, it's for those around me, it's for businesses. Um, you know, just like wearing masks were important. You know, I don't think anybody was doing cartwheels over wearing masks uh, <laughs> during this whole process, but it was one of those necessary evils that. We did with proud, with pride to protect those around us and to help keep the economy going because the only way to keep the economy going through all this was to keep the numbers down and social distancing and masks were unfortunately the best tools we had at our disposal to uh, make that possible. As much as we need small businesses, we also need the big guys, the Princess Cruises, the Six Flags Magic Mountains and, and the Henry Mayos. What are you hearing from them about what the next three to six months will look like? So, you know, we, it's great. We were at Magic Mountain uh, yesterday taking a look at their operations. They've ramped up. They've obviously started hiring. They're one of the largest private employers uh, in the Santa Cruz Valley. So it's great to see them back up and operational and getting up to full steam. I know they're looking forward toward June 15th. Um, other major employers in the Valley are starting a rehiring process where they had to, you know, furlough or cut back positions previously. Um, so it's nice to hear that. Um, you see restaurants putting out notices that they need to hire people as well because, you know, their former employees have moved on to do something else or, yeah. you know, uh, aren't around anymore. So they're looking to hire. So there, there's definitely starting to hear, you're starting to hear things about people and businesses hiring, which is really, really encouraging. Can you look at April of 22 or is it really just kind of a short term game because we don't, we, we, we don't quite know what's going to happen? Well, and that's, well, number one, I'm not an economist. Uh, <laughs> number two, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, but if you look at what's happening today, um, you look at where the economy stands today versus where it was 12 months ago. You look at the amount of stimulus money the federal government has put into the economy 
just in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and you hear more now about the infrastructure bill coming, which will again, put money into the economy. You hear about or see what's happening from Sacramento. They have put money in toward helping businesses rebuild. So there is a lot of money coming into the economy right now, plus the rehiring of those, those jobs. Um, so when you look at where the unemployment numbers are going, unemployment numbers should be coming, continue to be coming down. Um, and with this money coming in the economy and people spending, uh, I think it looks good. Um, you know, look at the cruise, uh, look at the travel industry, the leisure industry. Um, they were talking about in Hawaii, there's, um, uh, it's almost impossible to find a rental car in Maui, apparently. Uh, and they're charging like $700 a day for a rental car because everybody wants to get out. Yeah. At the beginning of the pandemic, the rental car agencies cut their fleets in half uh, and sold off half their cars. And so now there's this huge demand. They're trying to get cars purchased, which is obviously helps the economy. Um, but there are people that want to get out, uh, enjoy life, make up for things they've missed, weddings, anniversaries, um, special occasions, and just to get out and, and be able to move about the country again, which, right. you know, I'm excited about traveling as well. Uh, what, just for our listeners, what is your background? Uh, so I have a public relations company uh, who works with real estate land developers on developing projects, getting houses built, uh, building the American dream for folks. Uh, but we also run our local Santa Cruz Valley Chamber of Commerce through Evolved Business Strategies. Uh, so we definitely have our pulse on the local business community and um, uh, understand what's going on and care about it and have been working to support our businesses throughout this entire uh, time. Um, and it's, it's uh, like I said, it's been a challenging time, but um, yeah, this is, we're in a great place in Santa Clarita. It's definitely one of the most business friendly cities in the state of California. Um, a real focus from our local government uh, uh, and, 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 and industry leaders here on making sure we've got a robust, strong economy on working you know, with the EDC to get businesses in and retain businesses here in the Valley is you know, of great importance. John, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Good luck. You bet. Thank you so much. Have a good one. For more from John and the Chamber of Commerce, visit scvchamber.com. For more coverage of all the stories making news in the Santa Clarita Valley, you can head to signalscv.com. Email me story or guest ideas at abender at signalscv.com and connect with me on social media at aaronbender.com. Thanks for listening. Be well. What makes Frontier Toyota so awesome? They make it so easy. They treat people right. They're straightforward. Frontier Toyota is also the proud recipient of Toyota's President's Cabinet Award, one of only 12 dealerships in the nation to win the award. It's our customers. Because at Frontier Toyota, it's about you! Come in or buy online at FrontierToyota.com. Frontier Toyota, Creekside Road in Valencia.